everyone, this is Laura Cooey and you're joining me for the I Hate Podcast podcast at um, hashtag CrimCom. Today's topic, podcasting and uh, the ins and outs and uh, the strengths and limitations of this particular mode of communicating your research and your research ideas. Okay, I've talked about this before. I hate podcasts. I don't actually like listening to them. I'm not an audio person and the taping of them is fraught with all sorts of anxiety. Although nowadays I'm sort of like used to it. So the good news is it's a little bit like lecturing. The more you do it, the better you get. Uh, One thing I learned early on is, yeah, it's fantastic to have uh, a co-host for a podcast. It's great to be able to feed off other people's energy. That said, that means twice the opportunity for mistakes. And yes, you can edit out your mistakes. There are audio, there is audio software out there that's available to you. I'm not that technically proficient. So when I do my podcast, I tend to go with, um, you know, one take. If I screw it up, then I got to start all over again. So, and it's not that uncommon for me to screw it up. The worst case was I think I, I restarted one like eight times. The other issue with podcasts that you have to think about, I'm currently in quarantine. I have two dogs, three cats, and a husband. And I cannot control any of them. So if you're really, you know, you want to do a one and done, you don't want to do editing, uh, there's a good chance that at some point somebody's going to crash the party. One of the ways that I've sort of dealt with this is by just bringing them in and calling them my co-host and making a running joke out of it. So I always say, you know, I didn't today, but I typically say for my other podcasts that, you know, welcome to my co-host, Chewbacca and Lucy. And and if they make noise, I just incorporate it in as part of the fun. That said, I did have a colleague one time, a good friend of mine, show up at my door knocking in the middle of the podcast. And I'm like, okay, everybody, here's Teresa. So... Um, that one I ended up having to scrap. Cannot control for the FedEx delivery, the UPS, etc. So it's just part and parcel of it. Now, that said, you might, you know, if you want to, I don't know what your COVID quarantining situation is or when, you know, whether maybe by the time you hear this, COVID will be a distant memory. You might want to use your office. That said, I have a very quiet office in a very quiet part of the building. And sure enough, the, I set up a podcast halfway through taping a colleague who had seen me down the hall came and knocked so you know there's really no perfect environment typically unless you live alone on the top of a mountain in which case podcast to your heart's content uh some other issues with podcasting one of the things i recommend and i always say is know your audience is your audience the type of audience that actually prefers to hear things or learn things by podcast. Practitioners, awesome. Policymakers have yet to discover that there's a uh, gaggle of policymakers, certainly in Canada, running around listening to podcasts. So I'm not quite sure that that's the most effective way of communicating for that particular group. The general public, well, it depends on how available you want to make your podcasts. Um, You know, wide availability, you could potentially draw a general audience that said your audience also dictates the content so what kind of content are you going to be showcasing in your podcast 
I uh, have actually done a couple of different podcast series. One is my Sociology 4451 series, which is for my students that I also make available for police practitioners. Because I'm in education mode, I'm explaining a lot of concepts. Um, and it's, it's fun because, you know, when you lecture, you can always turn around and look up at the blackboard and be like, oh, oh, there, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Because we all forget our train of thought at various points. I find that um, both practitioners and my students, you've got to explain a lot of things because, you know, it might be a while since somebody remembered what they learned in, in uh, CRIM 101. And it's fun and it's challenging. So I really enjoy that. Uh, this podcast, of course, I'm talking with my, my colleagues and I can be a little bit loose, a little bit, you know, I have to explain every single thing because, you know, you know most of what I'm going to talk about. So, you know, I'm going to tailor my content, my pitch, my tone to my appropriate audience and to what I think they want to get out of it. Marketing. In terms of marketing and shaping your content, I would suggest that you do a little bit of research before you decide to start a podcast. There are so many fantastic podcasts in criminology right now that you don't want to duplicate material uh, that somebody else has already successfully done and has, you know, because you're not probably going to draw as large a market share if somebody's already done a fantastic job, established, you know, a track record for a long period of time and so on. It's always a good thing to try and carve out sort of your own niche. Um, so that's, that's something else I would have you cons consider. What else can I tell you? How about some of the technicalities of it? Everybody does do these things differently. This is how, what I've done. Originally, when I first started podcasting, I had uh, one of my graduate students who loves podcasts. She's completely addicted. She was basically the engineer. So she did the taping. She made sure the sound was quality was good. She did the editing. She had a little jingle at the front. Of course, we ended up scrapping that whole project for various reasons. And then I decided that it would be easier and more flexible for me to do these on my own. So I bought a microphone on Amazon, nothing too fancy. I think I paid like, I don't know, say 40 bucks for it. Plug in to my old plug and play laptop. And then I use a basic uh, screenshotting software, free screenshot video software. And when I tape these, even though you hear the audio file, I actually tape it as a WMV file, as a, as a video file. My, one of my, I'm very fortunate that one of my colleagues is a super techie person and he converts things for me into, you know, audio format and then uploads it so that, or does whatever he does so that it's available on Anchor and Spotify, Google, um, Apple Podcasts and so on. Good news for you is I'm going to spare you the technical details of that aspect of it. I have asked Jack to do a blog for you, to walk you through step by step. If you are thinking about doing a podcast, why not go to my guru and get advice from him? So those are the sorts of things that you have to consider when you're thinking about podcasting. You know, there's a, there's a fair number of strengths. Um, it's easy to do. It is transportable, so people, people tell me that they listen to me in the car on their drive to work. Uh, you know, standing at the bus, people can listen. It's fantastic for, for accessibility. 
And you don't have to worry about when you do media, whether you just use the little clip or the um, 14 hours of uh, material that you gave them. Well, this way you are in complete control of your content. So you have nobody to blame but yourself. Downsides, animals, FedEx, uh, technical glitches. You actually have to you know, do a little bit of research in terms of, of marketing and also in terms of marketing, how best are you going to be able to let your audience know that your podcast is out there? So I use Twitter. My particular audience is very Twitter heavy. Uh, you might want to also create little clips, especially if you're doing using doing what I'm doing, screenshotting and creating WMV files. You can take little clips of that and actually then upload it to Instagram and promote your podcast that way as well. See, look at all this stuff. Maybe I'm not as useless on the technical stuff as I thought. Now I'm pretty useless. All right, I think I've gone on long enough about podcasts. Still hate them, still do them. All right, catch you on the flip side.